Your girl is a homebody, so one of the best parts of the day for me is when I can come home, put on my comfy pajamas, get snuggled up on the couch, and enjoy something to drink while catching up on a TV show. The thing is, though, that I don't want to drink wine all the time because, though I love it, I'm no longer a huge wine drinker like I was back in the day. I have morning headaches and even inflammation to thank for that. So, to help fill that gap, I've been enjoying Recess Mood as a guilt-free way to unwind. Recess Mood really is a vibe y'all there are only 20 calories per serving no added sugar and it's infused with stuff i like including mood lifting magnesium and stress balancing adaptogens which really helps me to relax after a high energy day recess mood has four delicious flavors to choose from my personal fave is strawberry rose if one of your goals in 2024 is to drink less alcohol this is the way Give Recess Mood a try today and see how relaxed it helps you feel. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com forward slash self-care and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast, a space where the healing, liberation, and well-being of Black women is centered and prioritized. My name is Bree Mitchell, and I am not only the host of the show, I'm also the founder of Brown Girl Self-Care as well as a self-care advocate. Here, I share tips, thoughts, and conversations that are cultivated to pour into your self-care cup. I'm so glad you're here. Let's go ahead and get into today's episode. Hey, hey, what's going on? Oh, how did that come out? What's going on? <laughs> I don't know what I just said before. It's me. It's Bree. Happy Monday. I'm so glad to be with you today and to be able to get into some more self-care. Man, on the last episode, which was on Friday, I said that I was your introverted podcast bestie. And I'm feeling that so much because once I said it that time, like if you listen to Friday's episode, I think that's when I said it for the first time. It just kind of rolled off the tongue, but it gave me this. It gave me this sense of kind of release. Not that I'm trying to be perfect on the podcast. As you know, if you've listened if you listen to episodes, I've stumbled and fumbled my way through some stuff, child. But just to be able to acknowledge that and just say it in that way, you know, your introverted podcast bestie. Like that's that's what it is, or your introverted self-care bestie. You know what I'm saying? That's that sums it up perfectly for me. Wow, I just went off on a tangent. Anyway, um, I want to get into today's episode, and this might get a little jumbly and mumbly because I'm I'm trying to process what I'm going to be talking about at the same time. And no, this isn't anything bad or major or anything. I'm just, I'm kind of still in this space as I'm speaking to you about it. Um, and we're going to be talking about worry. We're going to be talking about worry because there's four questions that you can ask yourself in times of stress, in times of worry going to give you a writing exercise that I actually read in a book from Dale Carnegie and I want to share that with you but before I do that I just want to honestly I just want to say thank you I just want to wow I feel like I want to cry that is so weird um I just want to say thank you for first of all like I always say for rolling with me for for listening to the podcast, for sending me emails um, when you purchase from the store that helps me. You guys that place orders from the shop, you have no idea how much you help me as I still figure all this out of trying to put this business together uh, for Brown Girls Self-Care. Like, you help me tremendously. Every candle that you purchase every t-shirt every time you participate um in events that i have like i have a waist bead party coming up oh on the 24th which i'm very excited about waist beads and wine real talk you know i i just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart and also for those of you um that leave five star reviews with genuine comments 
I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much. I got some really good comments over the last um, few months. Uh, and I'm trying to quickly get to them. I don't know if I said these before. I don't think I did. Um, someone, and if I get these names wrong, know my heart, please. I, I just want to shout you out and say thank you. So if the name is not quite pronounced properly the way it's set up in iTunes, I'm just... I put my glasses on, child. I'm trying to read them as best as I can. But Nanister, <laughs> back in September, said, thank you for your words. Thank you for lending your light to me. I needed this more than you know. You're bringing me out of a really dark place. Thank you for sharing that. Um, the book woman said, the Four Rooms episode, uh, she enjoyed all the podcasts, but that one on the Four Rooms can be really life-enhancing. Thank you, Bree. You're welcome. I appreciate you listening. Um, Kate... B. Hendari said, this came at the right season and time. Thank you for the huge dose of encouragement and wisdom. I just have a few more, um, you guys. I'm not going to read every single one. Um, I just got one. Uh, actually, I'll just read two more. From KJ Young 333 this person says, been searching for some new calming and helpful podcasts, and this is just what I'm looking for. Thank you for taking the time and energy to make this podcast. You know, I read that because... Yes, it does take time. It really does. It does take time and it does take energy. Um, and no, I know that the podcast is not like this huge podcast with millions of downloads yet. And it's not super professional and all that. Um, I get that. However, it does take time and energy to do this every week. And now twice a week on some weeks when we have the F the cubicle Friday for, so for someone to acknowledge that, that really touched my heart. So I, I appreciate that. And then one more that really touched me. I just got this one. It's from Quantaria, Quantaria. This person says, I've never been into podcasts of any type or topic. However, in the time span of three days, I've listened to over 20 episodes from this podcast. Every topic she touches on has beautiful gold editions that can be taken from it. I write notes from this like I'm back in my college classes. Anytime I listen to an episode that I don't think will necessarily relate to me, I'm befuddled when I find it's the exact opposite. There have been multiple times I've audibly laughed, giggled, or sighed because she says things that makes me feel like she's known me personally for my entire 31 years of living. I feel seen. Thank you for this podcast. Thank you for doing God's work. God bless you. Sincerely, a healing woman. Man, <laughs> I just got choked up reading that, dude. Like, <laughs> ooh, Chile. Like, honestly, I never thought in a million years that I would do a podcast that would bring some type of, just even to make you feel seen, if nothing else. Just so you know that there is another black woman out there in the United States or in the in the world, okay, that understands you, that has gone through some of the a lot of things that we collectively experience, that has faced many struggles, you know. They may look a little different, but you know, faced a lot of struggles that we collectively have faced and just wants a better life, whatever that looks like for me and whatever that looks like for you that wants more out of life, that is really uh, clinging to her faith, trying to get to where the healing resides, like like all of that. That is me. I, like, I am you and you are me. So I, I just want to say that I appreciate, I just appreciate the love and I appreciate the feedback. I appreciate when you send questions and all that. So thank you so very much. Um, I appreciate it. Okay, so how many, how many times did I say appreciate Take a shot for every time I said appreciate in the last, like, two minutes. <laughs> if you're at work, go ahead and take a shot, girl. <laughs> okay, don't take a shot, girl. You're going to get fired. Don't do it. Don't do it. So, let's go ahead and get into today's episode, all right? And the reason, well, I'll just get into it. So, we're going to be talking about, we're going to be talking about uh, worry and stress. I read a book uh, when did I read this book? Gosh, I know I I've, I read it this year, but I know I read it before too. I can't remember when. So let, uh, I, I'll just say I read this book 
And it was by, or it's by Dale Carnegie. And of course, I don't have the name of the book. Let me, hold on, let me grab that really quickly because, well, you know what? I'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> I'll put it in the show notes because by the time I find this book, I'm still looking for it. Hold on. Maybe it'll come up real quick in my Audible. Ooh, yes, child, I found it. Phew. So the book is by Dale Carnegie. It's How to Stop Worrying and Start Living. How to Stop Worrying and Start Living. Um, this book was like a lifesaver for me, y'all. It was a lifesaver for me. And it's still something that I turn back to like, I have been hit with some major ish <laughs> in the last, this, I mean, just period, you know? And with that, sometimes it, it, it brings a lot of worry and a lot of stress. It, it does. I'm just going to be real with you. I'm not one of those people that ever, I'm not one of those, like what they said on Grey's Anatomy, like one of those shiny people that just has everything in her life together doesn't face major problems isn't still working through her own ish um is still working through areas of healing for particular things and this is not to say that my life is all bad and terrible and you know what i'm saying it's not that at all however i realized that i for me to live well and to live the way i want to live um whether i have another 40 years, 50 years, 10 years, God, please extend my life. I always ask that. Please extend my life. I don't want to go before my time at all. Um, but regardless, I just want to live well. I want to hold on to my peace, hold on to my faith. I want to build. I want to create. I want to thrive. I want to flourish in all areas. And that's the, that's the key for me, in all areas, not just a couple of areas here and there all areas and with that said there's some work to be done and I'm saying that to me but to you too and this is no no shade but there's there's work to be done sis are you amazing just as you are damn straight absolutely absolutely you are capable smart intelligent beautiful worthy enough smart I don't know if I said that already you you're gutsy you're courageous you're brave you you got it together. You, you you got it, girl. You the package. However, there's still work to be done. Not to to not that we're striving for perfection, but there's always ways that we can better ourselves. Like we're if you're if you're in a space of wanting to live just live well, and 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 be able to receive the blessings that God has already released to us that we're waiting on, like. And not I'm not, I'm not even talking about just monetary blessings. I'm talking about like just friendships, right? Be blessed with amazing friendships. That, but that means there's work to be done. Because the person that you were last year, or like the person you are today, you shouldn't necessarily be that. This, like I shouldn't be this exact same version of Brie a year from now. Does that make sense? So my point is, like, you know, there are some things, like some something, some things I'm working on include, like, not stressing out so much. Sometimes I just work myself up into a frenzy, um, because you know when you're getting hit with some real stuff, <laughs> when you're getting hit with some real stuff and th things is going left, but you're trying to go right and everything is upside down, but you're just trying to make it make sense. I'm not gonna sit up here and act like now. Trust me. And you know what? I'm going to say this. I'm going to be getting into more faith-based and God-based episodes. That's I, I want to make sure that I put that out there now. I might have said that already before. I don't recall, but God is moving me in that direction. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be obedient, okay? That's what I'm going to do. But what I was going to say, which I completely forgot, I always do that, y'all. I need an assistant. Somebody needs to like be taking notes. <laughs> I'm sure I'll come back to it at some point. But, um, you know, there are some places in my life. That, yeah, I work myself up into a frenzy sometimes. And, you know, I, I, I feel like God or I know, I should say I know, because we're not supposed to necessarily go based on how we feel, right? 
but I know I know that God is working in my life on some things. I know that I am um you know, I'm I'm right now in some areas of my life I'm in a peak. Some areas of my life I'm in a valley. But when I get into those those valleys sometimes, I just I I like my co- my go-to coping mechanism is or was is or was like just super anxiety, super stressed, super worried. Like, I mean, to the point where my, I, I could just really get worked up, really get worked up. And I realized that it was getting worse and worse. And I'm just so thankful. I'm so thankful, y'all, that um, like when I tell you, I really had to start getting back into my Bible. Like this is recent. This is recent. Because even though I like stand for God, like I'm not a perfect Christian. And there have been dry seasons sometimes in between like these lush seasons of me just being in the word and praying and um, being obedient and listening for his voice. And when I am in super stress mode, super worry mode, I know it's because I've not been in that word. I'm not able to repeat the word back to God. I'm not able to to stand on that foundation of faith. I'm not able to stand on his word. And so I worry. And so I stress. And so I cry and I wail and I... You know, do all that. I had to change some things up, y'all. I had to change some things up because that's not, that is not, that's not me. That's the old me. I don't want to fall back into that. That's the old me. That's the old me. And so if we, if you, not we, but you, because I already talked about me. So if you are in this space or this season where nothing's going right. You don't know left from right, up from down, from top to bottom, like square from a circle, like nothing. Like you say the sky is up. You go outside and the sky is down. Like nothing's making sense. You're a little shaky on what's going on with your health. You're a little shaky on what's going on with your finances. Or by little, it could even be a lot. You a lot shaky about what's going on with your health right now. It could be your physical health, your mental health. You're a lot, you're feeling super shaky, hella shaky on your finances. You might be considering filing bankruptcy. You might be in between jobs. You might be working three jobs. You might be super shaky on your family. You've got some issues going on with relatives. You, you need to support them. You're doing the best you can. You're either having to support them emotionally. They might have had to move in with you. You might have to be paying their bills plus your bills. You might be having issues with your children because they're going through some stuff. It's just a lot. It's a lot, y'all. It's a lot. And so when I, I guess, re-stumbled on this book, I was like, okay. Okay. I can do this. But the reason why I said in the beginning of this episode, and I'm trying to make this very clear the best way that I can, is that even though I'm going to give you, I'm going to talk about these four steps I'm going to give you these four steps that came, again, these are not steps that I made up. These are steps that came directly from the book by Dale Carnegie, okay? And two side notes. The first thing that I was going to say is, even though I'm going to give you these steps, I want you to hear me when I say that regardless of if you have these steps or not, <coughs> I want you to just make sure that you are holding on, holding fast to your faith and that you are first seeking God. That you are first getting in alignment with God. That you are first being obedient to God. That you are first trusting in God. 
You know that Bible verse where they say, give us this day our daily bread. Give me this day my daily bread, God. Give it to me. Because I don't know what's going to happen today. I don't know how I'm going to make it today with all this stuff that I just have on my plate and I'm really starting to get stressed out. And I think usually a lot of us get stressed out based on what I understand is because we're either living in the present, excuse me, we're li living in the future or we're living in the past. The mistakes we've made, outcomes that we fear, like we're not necessarily operating in the present because that's where our faith is. It's in the present. And I know that things, how they appear on earth in this physical realm are not how they necessarily are in the spiritual realm. But while we're waiting for those blessings to be poured down, because they've already been released, but they just haven't manifested here right now in this moment, we have to just hold on to our faith. So I wanted to mention that, even though I'm gonna give you these four steps, even though I'm gonna give you these four steps from the book, first and foremost, don't ever let these four steps detract from you going to God first going to the source first he is the source I'm not talking about the universe if that offends you I'm sorry not sorry I'm not talking about the universe I'm not talking about anything I'm talking about God he is the source he is the source he is the source yes I said it three times he is the source Okay. The second thing I was going to say is that some of the books I recommend here are not by black people. They are by white people. They are by white men. I get my information. As you know, I'm like a nerd. <laughs> so I read a plethora of different books in different, you know what I'm saying? And I glean what I can from things that make sense, regardless of who the author necessarily is. But I want you to understand that we do have a different set of experiences. So if you read that book, keep that in mind. Because that's how I approached it. That's how I approach a lot of things that I read. This person wrote from their set of experiences based on how they view the world. Isn't So I don't necessarily agree with everything that I read. Okay. But this was a good book. This was a good book. So let me go ahead and give you these four steps. Are you with me still? I'm going to assume that you said yes. So we're going to move forward, okay? <laughs> um, so yeah, the four tips that I wanted to share with you, okay? From that book, from Dale Carnegie. So you're you're in a place of worry. Again, you're, you're either stressed out about something that happened in the past or... Uh, a lot of times, like my where I am sometimes is I'm 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 like forecasting into the future, and I have to keep myself in check because I'm forecasting about what's gonna work, what's not gonna work, how I'm gonna do it, what it's gonna look like, who's gonna who's gonna you know do what, what are they gonna say to me, um, how is it gonna work out, how is it not gonna work out, what could go wrong, what's the worst case scenario, like just being in that place. I don't want to be. I don't want to reside in that place. Is too stressful. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't think about your future, prepare for your future, uh, anticipate some needs for the future. I'm not saying that at all. But what I am saying is we cannot control the future. Like there's going to be, or I shouldn't say that. Let me take, let me walk those words back. I've been looking at a few things and listening to a few things. And I'm sure you've noticed it too. Pricing on some things is higher. Some things are off the shelves. You can't get necessarily everything you need. I was reading some reviews on Yelp. Folks is mad at Jamba Juice <laughs> because, because um, they going up in there and trying to get certain things. They ain't got no lids. So they just like putting foil on top of the cups, Lord. And I saw in the comments, the management is like, yes, we're having a hard time getting some. <laughs> I'm not laughing at Jamba Juice. I'm just laughing at the situation, period. Like they're having a hard time. Um getting in certain supplies and certain, uh, I guess, uh, possibly the food, certain food and supplies or something. So 
like something's going on, y'all. Something's going on. And I, I, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and act like I know. But what I can tell you is what I'm, <laughs> I want to say what I'm not going to do. Okay. I'm not going to let this, I'm not going to let my worry just, I, I got to check it. I got to check it, keep it in check and allow myself to lean more into God's grace and stand on that foundation of faith. Because y'all, I don't know, I, I may not know much, but I do feel like, I don't know, I just feel like, I don't know, I just feel like something, something is going to go down. I, I, I don't know. And I pray that I'm completely wrong. And I I'm probably am wrong. But that's just, I don't know. I don't know. So anyway, let me go ahead and give you these questions. This is a writing exercise. I hope you have a pen and a post-it or uh, your journal or uh, a notepad handy. I didn't expect this episode to go so long, y'all. I thought it was going to be like bada boom, bada bing, in and out. Like, I thought I would be wrapping up by now. But I, I guess God was like, you need to talk about a few things. So that's what I'm doing. Um, so these are four questions you're going to want to ask yourself in times of worry. Okay? Four questions you are going to want to ask yourself when you are just like in meltdown mode. And you just don't know what to do. But you are super panicked or stressed or worried or anxious about something. All right? Okay, so what do Gail Anderson, Oprah Winfrey, and Big Boy have in common? These are three people in media who back in the day showed me that my dreams were possible. These visionaries paved the way for me to take a huge chance on myself by sharing my voice in the podcasting space. Black representation in media didn't happen by chance. We had to fight for the right to be heard, to be seen, to share our stories, and to take up space. Imagine if you could have some of the power, richness, and depth of the Black experience in one curated space. You can. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, and empowerment, as well as perspective of the culture in real time. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. Conversations ranging from Abbott Elementary to mental health to Tracy Ellis Ross, there is no limit to the range you will find on Black Stories, Black Truths. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. It's okay to be skeptical and to question things that don't quite sound true. Like the time that I was dating someone that was trying to earn cool points, so told me he liked every single TV show that I did, but then couldn't tell me any of the names of the characters on these shows he claimed to love. Like, seriously? If something seems too good to be true, do some digging before you invest your time, energy, or money. This is why when it comes to my health, I use Ritual because they know that every good skeptic deserves a multivitamin that exceeds our high standards. Their clinically backed essential for women 18 plus multivitamin has high quality traceable key ingredients in clean, bioavailable forms. These multivitamins are gentle on my stomach and are so easy for me to take. It's crucial that I trust what I'm putting into my body, so I love that Rituals Essential for Women is USP verified, which is a huge deal. No more shady business. Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com forward slash self-care. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com forward slash self-care for 25% off. So number one, the first question you want to ask yourself is, what am I worrying about? What are you worrying about? Ask yourself that. Put it into words. Write it down. Get your journal. I'm not saying do this exercise right now. I'm just saying, like, go through that process of verbalizing or writing it out or thinking through, like, what am I worried about? What am I worrying about? What am I worrying about? Okay? Take a few minutes and think that through. The second thing you're going to want to ask yourself is, 
what can I do about it? What can I do about it? And go through and write out some options. Now, I'm going to be honest with you and straightforward. Very recently, (laughs) I was worried about how I was going to pay my $1,500 rent. I'm keeping it real with you. I'm not one of these Instagram influencers that want you to think that I'm in la-la land. Because I'm not. Like I said, I have some peaks and I have some valleys because I'm trying to really build this movement and I'm putting all the, <laughs> literally all this money into like different things. And yeah, I haven't necessarily handled my money the right way. Have I been squandering it? Absolutely not. Definitely not. But certain things that I've done, I'm just like, mm, probably should have waited on that. Mm, you paid for that, but now how are you going to pay this? You know what I'm saying? So like running a business is, it's something. I'll just say that. It's something. So anyway, so let's let's go back to me. Like, what am I worrying about? I could say, well, I don't know how I'm going to pay all my rent for the month of whatever. Okay, let's say, uh, what month are we in? For the month of October, right? So then, okay, what can I do about it? So I would write out a list. I would write out a list and say, uh, uh, oh, I should have wrote this out. I can write out a list and say, okay, option one, I can get on stripper pole. <laughs> Option two, um, I can go rob a bank. I can be on Good Girls Squad. You know that show, The Good Girls or whatever. I can go rob a bank. Number three, I can, uh, I can, uh, what else can I do? I can pick up some, try to try to pick up some extra work, like go get a part-time job at Target or something. Um, number four, I can, maybe I can sell some services or sell some stuff. You know what I mean? Like just writing out all the things that you can do. You might have a list of three things. You might have a list of one thing. You might have a list of 50 things, but that's a part of the process. That's a part of the process. Like really taking a look at what you can do about it. Because again, everything is not in your control. And at the top of your list needs to be, Go to God. Go to God. Go to God. Make that make that the top of your list. Make that the top of your list. All right? The third thing you're going to want to do, so you've identified what you're worrying about and you've been honest about that. You're not sugarcoating it. This is what I'm wor- this is how I feel. This is what I'm worried about. This is what's going on. Number 2, you're going to write out some things. What can I do about it? What can I do about it? Okay. Number three. You're going to declare like, okay, this is what I'm going to do about it. You're going to pick from your list that you've made. This is what I'm going to do about it. You're going to select one or two or whatever to help you get to whatever that salute where that solution resides. Right. This is what I'm going to do about it. And you commit to that. And then the fourth thing you're going to write out is, like, when am I going to start doing it? Like, what's the plan? Number four, when am I going to start doing this? You can't just be like, oh, I'm going to do this. Uh, This. Did I just say this? Y'all. Oh, I'm going to do this. (laughs) Not this. Oh, I'm going to do this. Oh, I'm going to do this. We all say that a lot, don't we? Oh, I'm going to do this. I said it again. D-I-S. What's happening? I'm going to do this. Oh, I'm thinking about... I'm thinking about doing this, girl. I don't know. I'm thinking about it. No. No. Because if you want to stop worrying about this problem, if you really truly want to stop worrying about this problem, instead of staying stuck and stagnant, you're going to take action. You're going to commit. You're going to go forward with that authority and that mindset. Like, this is what I said I'm going to do. And this is what I'm going to do. And I'm going to map it out. Here's the plan. On the first day, I'm going to do this. By the end of the week, I should have dot, dot, dot. Uh, The second week, I'm going to do dot, dot, dot. Like you're going to commit to it and you're going to say, 
okay, I'm not going to start. Okay, for example, I'm worried about, well, this is not my worry, but let's just pretend. I'm worried about, um, I need to lose 100 pounds. Because my doctor said, you know, diabetes, you know what I'm saying? So what am I going to do about it? Am I going to sit there? And I'm not saying you're not going to, I'm not saying that you're not going to have feelings and feel sad. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that at all. But once you've had like that time to, you know what I'm saying? Kind of just release that, that whatever that you might initially feel, frustration, pain, sadness, whatever. Now it's time to get into what can I do? What am I worrying about? What can I do about it? So let's say 100, my, my doctor said I need to lose 100 pounds in 18 months. What can I do about it? I'm going to make my list if I'm serious about it and not wanting to. Because once you start taking action, that worry starts to dissipate. Because you're taking action. You've committed and you're taking action. Okay. I'm not saying that the solution is going to be perfect that you come up with, but now your mind is focused more on the solution than the problem. So I'm going to start intermittent fasting. I'm going to do, I'm going to fast one day a week. Okay. Or, or like, what can I do about it? I can start intermittent fasting. I will put that on my list. I can, um, research keto diet, low carb diet. Um, I can look, research ways to, um, reduce my sugar. I can have a surgery, bariatric surgery. I'm not saying that all the answers on your list are going to be the quote unquote right thing to do. But in that part of this question too, you're just brainstorming. You're just getting stuff out of your head. You're just getting stuff out of your head. I don't care how silly it sounds, how foolish it sounds, how funny it sounds, how serious it sounds. You're just getting stuff out of your head and onto that piece of paper because that's taking action too. You're just getting it out of your head. And then you're going to say, okay, I have this list. I want to lose 100 pounds by in 18 months. Did I say it was easy? No, absolutely not. I did not say that, okay? So on my list, you're probably going to, like if it were my list, I would have to have some mindset stuff on there too. I'd have to have like some affirmation stuff on there too. Your list might even be like, I need to see a therapist once a month. That'll help me. I need to get an accountability partner. I need to have a walking partner a few times a week. Like just writing all that stuff out there because you know you're going to need support, right? Um, so here's what I'm going to do about it. I would, you know, I would say, okay, I can commit to these things. And then number four, when am I going to start? You might say, I'm going to start tonight. I'm going to start tomorrow. I'm going to start on Monday. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? But you commit. And that's the thing. So the bonus step for you is like, like I was saying before, like once you've made a decision, this, child, once you've made a decision <laughs> based on facts, not your feelings now, because if I was going based on my feelings, I would, that rob a bank thing, I will Child, I'll be doing this podcast from. <laughs> I'll be doing this podcast from. I don't even know what the name of the jails are here in Los Angeles, L- LA County Jail or whatever. I don't even know, but um, yeah, we're gonna do it based on facts, not feelings, because your feelings will have you like, oh, while you're writing out your list, oh, I'm not smart enough to do that, or uh, I don't know, like, oh, I can't do that. Nobody's going to help me. I'm not smart enough. I'm too big. I'm too little. I'm not pretty enough. I don't work hard enough. Nothing's going to change. I'm going to be sad forever. Everybody's out to get me. Like, we're not doing it based on feelings. We're doing it based on facts. F-A-C-T-S. Facts. So once you've made a decision based on the facts, then execute. Execute. Start doing those things or that thing immediately and do it without second guessing yourself. Do not second guess yourself. Do not talk yourself out of what you've just committed to because you're going to confuse yourself and you're going to lose courage and you're going to lose hope and you're going to lose faith. Do not second guess yourself. And if you're putting your faith in God, again, (laughs) Trust me, I know things in the physical that we want to see manifest immediately, it's not going to happen like that. 
Don't second guess yourself. Don't second guess God. I mean, he ha he's not going to change. His word is truth. His word is the word. It's not like, you know what I'm saying? But if you are saying the one thing that I can do or part of my strategy is I'm going to keep my eyes on him. I'm not going to look to the left or the right. I'm going to just stay focused on him. I'm going to keep confessing his promise. I'm going to keep confessing his word. I'm going to keep praying. I'm going to keep praising him. I'm going to keep, I'm going to stay thankful. I'm going to get in that word. I'm going to cut off the TV for a month and I'm just going to keep believing until I see my answer. I'm going to fast. You know what I'm saying? for five days, for 10 days, for one day, for whatever, until I see my answer. But don't second guess it. Don't stop the process. Do not falter. Do not. And if you, and if you do, please don't beat yourself up. Do not beat yourself up. If you misstep, if you fall out of it, get back into it. You ain't got to go around and, and, oh my God, woe is me. I messed up. I always, no, no, do not stop and do not second guess yourself. Do not second guess yourself. Commit to your decision and move forward. Don't hesitate. Don't reconsider and do not lose yourself in self-doubt. Don't do it. Because it's going to be harder for you. It's going to be harder. That mountain's going to look so big. And you're going to start. And you're going to get going just a little bit. And then you're going to get discouraged. Because things are not happening fast enough. They're not happening on your time. You don't think you're hearing from God. Or you may feel like out of touch with him you don't necessarily feel his presence you know what i'm saying don't go based on that don't stop don't give up because i can tell you right now that mountain is not moving that mountain is not leaving that mountain is not disappearing it's still gonna be there sis it's still there so even if you do throw your hands up and say you know what i give up i just can't do it Nothing's going to change. It's probably going to get worse. You're going to be mad at yourself because you feel like you, you know, you, you, you just gave up. You're going to go through this whole cycle and then you're going to come back to it. You, we always come back to it. Those things that are for us that we got to fight for, we know that it's for us. We know we're not going to move past it. So you've gone through all that and then you now you're circling that mountain again. This is like the second time, the third time, the fourth time, the fifth time. Every time you give up on yourself, every time you stop and you pity yourself uh, to the point where you cannot move forward. And then you try and, and climb that mountain again. That mountain's going to look two times bigger, three times bigger, four times bigger, ten times bigger. Because you're going to start losing your self-confidence. That isn't what we want. And that isn't what God wants for you. So if you're in that valley, and we're going to have uh, several valleys in our lives, you know, I promise you, you're going to look back six months from now, a year from now, five years from now, whatever, and be like, dang, I remember when. You know what I mean? I remember when. But you can and you will get through that challenge, whatever it is you're worried about, you're stressed about. If you remember that you cannot control everything, but the things that you can control, like your commitment and how you show up for yourself and how you just tell yourself, you know what? I refuse to put any extra energy into, like any extra energy that I was going to put into like stressing and wringing my hands and being anxious and being fearful to move forward. I'm going to take that energy and I'm going to put it into my plan. And I'll tell you one thing, and this is going to sound funny, but <laughs> like if, like when I was trying this a few times, like in the beginning, um, one thing that I was like, this was re very recently too. Like one thing that I was just like, I'm going to give myself a day to worry. Like right now I'm going to focus on tackling this mountain but I'm going to give myself, I like, I even put it in my phone, like every Saturday, 9 to 10 a.m., worry about whatever you want to worry about. Like giving yourself time to worry. 
And I said that I'm going to put this in my calendar and then Sunday through Friday, I am not worrying about this problem, period. And what was funny is that Saturday would come and I would be, I would, I have forgotten my appointment to worry. I have forgot my appointment to worry. And I would get the little notification. I really, I wouldn't really pay attention to it, but I was like, oh. And then the next day I'll be like, oh, shoot. <laughs> that was my worrying window. <laughs> that was my worrying window. So now I got to wait a whole nother damn week to worry. <laughs> and that happens several times. Like for real, real talk. That happens several times. It's funny to me. I don't know if you're laughing or not, but that was funny to me. Um, so yeah. That's, that, that's basically it. Like, if you need to put it in your phone, because you're like, you know what, I just can't let this worry go. I'm not going to sit here and tell you, you know what I'm saying? Oh, no, you're not being a good Christian. You're not being a, a great follower of Christ. I know how real it is. I'm not saying that you should worry at all. But if it helps you to keep going to where you're like, I've casted my cares. This is my action plan. I'm going to put it in my calendar. I'll worry about this. I ain't got time to worry about it right now. I got to take action. I got to move forward. I'll worry about it on, on Friday. And Friday comes. I'm not saying that you now need to worry. But sometimes if we're just like, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll give myself time to, you know, sit in that later on. Like if that's something that feels good for you, put it in your calendar. My hope is that when that day comes, you won't feel the need to have to like try to take it back from God. Because you've already given it to him. You've already given it to him. Maybe you take that worry window and you just kind of like check in. I mean, you'll still be praying, obviously, right? But you just check in that day like, God, <laughs> I just wanted to make sure you knew I cast this on. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you want to talk about it or something, I don't know. But if that worry window of like half an hour or an hour works for you and then you get back to business, or at least you just have that as a tool in your toolkit for a couple of times or something. I mean, I don't really know how you want to work it. But for me, I had, I guess, a sense of comfort in having that worry window. But it was just, like I said, so funny. Like, once I really was just, like, really committed to getting into that word. And really committed to, like, I, st well, I'll talk about this another time. But, like, fasting. Like, I just finished a maybe three or four day uh, no food fast. Um... Or whatever. But um, so when those worry windows and stuff came, I, I like I didn't need them. Like I didn't need them. Like I'm hoping that you're understanding what I'm saying. I hope you're picking up what I'm laying down. I hope you're picking up what I'm laying down. So yeah, those are the four steps. Uh, plus the bonus step of once you've, once you've committed. You know what I'm saying? See it through. Keep your promise to yourself. See it through. Take action. Move forward. Right? On whatever it is you said you're going to do. You might have said, all I can do is just keep crying out to God and keep praying. Do that. Commit. Fully commit. Fully commit. Whatever you decide, fully commit. And if you need to revisit that plan, revisit. Revisit. But don't, don't let that, that stress and that worry, it will take you out. It will take you out. It will take you out. And we're not going out like that. We ain't going out like that. All right? Okay. So let me go ahead and wrap up this episode. I definitely went longer than I anticipated. But, you know, this is this is what it is. I'm trying to see if I have anything else that I need to say. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Yes. Um, I probably should have mentioned this at the beginning of the podcast, but I forgot. So we have a... Uh, um, 30-day prayer challenge coming up that starts on the 24th of October. That's this month. If you are interested, um, because I will not be emailing the entire email list with this challenge, just those of us that said, you know, yes, I am interested in this challenge. Let me get the link for you really quickly so I can give it to you. Oh, my gosh. Um, give me one second here. <laughs> Clearly, I wasn't ready, y'all. I wasn't ready, but I want to get this link to you. It's um, 
Please don't make me log in, Rebrandly. Oh, shoot. Hold on, guys. Let me get it for you. I'm going to put it in the show notes, too. But I am tip-tap-tapping away for this 30-day prayer challenge. If this password doesn't work, then I'm going to have to just put it in the show notes. Oh, it looks like it's working. Good grief. Oh, simple enough. So if you would like to get into this uh, J-Best challenge, this J-Best prayer challenge, okay? This J-Best prayer challenge. Go to rebrand.ly forward slash J-Best challenge. Again, rebrand.ly forward slash Jabez challenge. And I'm going to spell that for you. R-E-B-R-A-N-D dot L-Y forward slash J-A-B-E-Z challenge. Okay. We're going to do a 30 day prayer challenge because I am definitely believing for some breakthroughs. I know that you are believing for some breakthroughs as well, but we're going to take this 30 days to commit to really getting in that word, really just standing firm in God's truth and his word um, and a couple of other things. This is my first time doing an actual prayer challenge, but I am looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to us standing in agreement with one another. I'm looking forward to us um, really just coming together for that breakthrough coming together and believing in that for that breakthrough. So I hope to see you there. Um, it starts again on the 24th. Uh, if again, I'll say this again, if you are on the main email list and you do not sign up for the challenge, um, yeah, you will not be receiving any emails. So in case you did not want to be a part of the challenge, don't worry. I will not email you. Um, I will send out a couple more reminders before we get started. Other than that, for those of us on that one specific list, then um, again, I will see you on the 24th uh, by way of email. All right. All right. Are we good? I think we're good. I feel great. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap up. Um, I just want to say thank you again for uh, just rolling with me. Thank you for the five star reviews. Thank you for the comments. And if you would please do me a favor and be sure to share this episode. Um, if there was a nugget or takeaway, I would love for you to share that on social and tag me so that I can, uh, pick that up and reshare it. I would love for you to leave a rating on iTunes and a comment because the more ratings that this show gets, um, the more it actually helps to reach other women just like me and just like you. All right. All right. Well, that's it for today's episode of the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. I know that you're going to have an amazing and blessed week. And as always, just remember to pray, breathe, and remember that all is well. I will see you on the next episode on Monday. Bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 